Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. You know, the COVID-19 Delta variant is, is raging through the U.S. right now, putting patients on hemodialysis, or HD, at higher risk for infection. Well, joining us on the program is John Millad. He's joining us as CEO of Quanta Dialysis Technologies to talk about how this time can be used as a catalyst for positive change in the care of HD patients through accessible remote care and why innovation is needed now to bring a positive impact to the healthcare system and patients overall. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, John. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for having me. Well, give our listeners a bit of your professional background, if you wouldn't, and talk briefly about being CEO of Quanta. Delighted to. So my professional background is uh, almost entirely focused on the healthcare sector, and in particular, um, innovation in in healthcare. And I've I've come at it from three different three different perspectives. I initially started off as an investment banker on Wall Street um, and in the city of London, covering the sector, the healthcare sector, and working with the uh, the younger companies that were looking to IPO and come to market, and also uh, to do um, to do to do merger and acquisition uh, transactions to grow their businesses. And I have to say that um, as I spent time with these businesses, in my fascination get closer to them, only grew. And so I transitioned that to going from being effectively an advisor uh, to uh, working with uh, investment platforms that seek to identify the innovators uh, that they're going to back. And uh, so I I was an asset manager on the buy side uh, for many years at a number of different funds, initially a family office uh, which uh, made one of the I think made one of the world's first investments in uh, in uh, digital health into a company that today is known as WebMD. Uh, I, uh, I I was with one of the one of the one of the world's leading um, life sciences uh, venture investors for a period of time, Atlas Venture, working out of the London office, and then I was a partner at MBGI Ventures, which was a London-based uh, venture fund mm-hmm. that uh, focused specifically on medical technology sector and. Alongside that, I had I had an opportunity um, initially when I was at Atlas to step in to help run a portfolio company, uh, and I, I did that for a couple of years and really enjoyed that. And then when I was later in my career, when I was a partner at MBGI, uh, a similar opportunity arose where one of my investee companies, uh, which which was Quanta, where uh, I was involved in uh, along with a, a group of co-investors creating the company and setting up the Series A that got it going. Um, I, um, I was invited by that group to step in and uh, to run it after five years of uh, working with them as a non-exec on the board. And so for since 2014, my full-time and sole professional occupation and uh, personal vocation in life has been uh, to help drive the vision of Quanta Forward uh, to bring to reality um, the uh, our objective, which is to bring much-needed flexibility to life-sustaining dialysis care uh, for the benefit of patients and uh, the other stakeholders in the health system. So how do you plan to accomplish that goal as far as uh, bringing that dialysis care directly to chronic and acute kidney disease patients? And if you would, briefly, a few of the details about the company's recent Series D funding round. Of course. So well, I'll start with, I'll start with you know, what we're doing, right? So we, the company was, was, was created... Um, around some insights, a vision, and some foundational IP uh, technology uh, that allowed 
that allows for the fluid management of, uh, of dialysis, which, um, which is one of the key things that a dialysis machine does is it, it generates what's called a dialysate fluid, which is an electrolyte solution, which is used, put in very simple terms, to wash or clean the blood through a, through a, through a filter, something called a dialyzer. And traditional devices have a lot of complex plumbing uh, inside of them to manage the creation of this fluid and the accurate, the accurate management of it. And what we have is a technology that allows for all of that to happen on a small uh, disposable cartridge. Mm-hmm. With this technology, we were able to make a dialysis machine much smaller and lighter and less complex, um, allowing effect, in effect for us to have a portable and simple dialysis system um, and to still provide the technical performance and clinical and clinical care equivalent to what the big complex machines do. So our core technology was putting all this stuff on a cartridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that core technology, we built around it a uh, contemporary hemodialysis system uh, that allows, allows for flexibility. Flexibility in terms of, one, flipping the delivery paradigm on its head to make it possible to bring dialysis to where the patients are, as opposed to the prevalent model of organizing uh, the, the transport and delivery of patients to machines and clinics where they reside. Secondly, to simplify a complex therapy, to make it more accessible to a, a broad range of operators, including patients themselves, so uh, so that they could, for example, uh, dialyze themselves at home. And then combining all of that with a um, uh, high-performance system that delivers the standard of care and dialysis. So making ensuring that uh, this, this this medical device could deliver dialysis as it's known and understood by clinicians around the world, not compromising on the performance uh, such that the device isn't uh, limiting the, uh, the prescriptions or the uh, treatment the treatment options that are available. And that's what we have. We have a portable tabletop hemodialysis system that um, is intuitive and easy to use. Um, we have uh, the lightest and smallest dialysis generator in the world. We have a, uh, a product that's been proven in formal studies uh, to uh, be something that people could train up on in as little as six hours. Um, and uh, we've, we have, again, published clinical studies, uh, clinical performance that's equivalent to uh, you know, larger, more complex devices um, do. So we've got all those basics in place, and we're now commercial. We're offering our, we've been offering our product in the UK for the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just launched in the US over the summer. And uh, uh, we're taking this product that we've worked on, refined, and validated um, into real-world clinical use and into commercialization. And this is, boy, it's an exciting time, right? So this is the thing that we've worked so hard on for so long. We're now seeing the impact it can have on patients' lives, uh, the ability to give more flexibility uh, and bring efficiency to the delivery of healthcare to our customers, the, the dialysis providers. So this is really, this is really the... Uh, uh, a truly exciting time for us. And I, you know, you asked about the Series D, so the last fundraising that we just recently closed in June. Uh, the intention of that is to give us the financial resources needed uh, to take this great product and to build a, a, a great company uh, that will be able to put put this successfully put this into the hands of you know as many customers and users as possible to achieve our vision mm-hmm. uh, and to help our customers and users uh, have. Uh, have more flexibility and better efficiency in uh, how they deliver this life-sustaining therapy. And um, we're really proud of the fact that we closed uh, the largest round ever for a dialysis 
uh, private funding for a dialysis equipment manufacturer. Uh, we closed on just under a quarter of a billion dollars. Uh, it's really empowering. It also puts on us a tremendous responsibility uh, to deploy that capital in the way that maximizes the value of the business, uh, de-risks our execution, and allows us to achieve our vision and our objectives. Um, so exciting times, and uh, you know, really, really, uh, uh, I have to say this is the, so far of my you know involvement in the company since since it was created in 2009. Uh, it's always been wonderful and great, but this is really the most exciting and heroic phase yet. Having worked on it for so long, as you say, and for you know so hard for so long, briefly, how has the pandemic affected the development and the rollout? It's recently rolled out and uh, available. What have you learned from the pandemic, and how is that going to affect the future of Qantas? So, you know, there's a saying that the uh, fortune favors the prepared. Um, so, the pandemic was something that you know, gave, created opportunity for Qantas. It, it obviously it creates a huge burden uh, around the world, and I, and I don't in any way. Uh, wish to trivialize that. Uh, it's been it's been traumatic for for, for all of us in many ways. Um, with the, for Quanta, we were fortunate to have completed development of our platform before uh, before and we had CE Mark already in hand in Europe, and we were pre- preparing to do our commercial launch with the NHS when the pandemic hit. And it did throw us a curveball in that um, we were lining up. Um, to use our device in the Dallas clinics and to train patients to go home. And uh, ironically, the, the pandemic meant that a lot of that stuff uh, came to came to a grinding halt because there were staff shortages, was they were redeployed to other parts of the health system. And so, uh, but at the same time that that got a bit complicated for us, uh, we there were urgent cries from our NHS partners and customers um, to address a dire shortage of renal replacement therapy equipment in the ICU. So the ICUs were overcrowded, weren't enough beds. Uh, there also weren't enough uh, renal replacement or dialysis systems to treat something like a, a quarter of the patients coming in who also had kidney failure uh, as a result of multi-organ failure that COVID caused. So uh, there was a desperate need for more dialysis capacity. And uh, we were we were there stand, standing ready um, to support the NHS. So we released all of our launch stock uh, to to several NHS hospitals uh, that were able to then address critical shortages of equipment. And uh, in addition, they really benefited from the fact that we had designed SC Plus uh, to be easy to train and easy to use so that you know, their staff, they were short-staffed, uh, they were pressing people um, into ICUs you know, who weren't necessarily even ICU specialists, uh, and they probably weren't dialysis specialists, uh, and they were able to successfully train. Uh, we were able to successfully train uh, dozens, uh, if not hundreds, of, of clinical practitioners to use this device they had never seen before in very short time. Most of them learned to use it in under six hours, and then to bring that into the ICU and provide uh, critical life-sustaining care to the patients there. So we were really proud of that moment. We were proud of the role we could play. Uh, we also, you know, I think it was a great way for us um, to build, to build, to build so as a new, as a new manufacturer coming to the market, you know, to build trust and uh, rapport with our NHS customers. John, give us a website where we can learn more about Quanta, if you would, in closing. So Quanta, Quanta has its own website, quantadt.com. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. The full name of the company is Quanta Dialysis Technologies. 
Um, you can find us on LinkedIn. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. And I also maintain a social media presence um, you, with a heavy slant on Quanta, but using my own voice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J-E-M-I-L-A-D. Well, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio, John. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with John Millard, CEO of Quanta Dialysis Technologies. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download it, SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 